Welcome to Giving Your Best Life with Stephanie Jones, a.k.a. The Giving Gal. Former police officer, private investigator, professional organizer, who pivoted to the corporate world and then through giving 522 gifts, became an author and inspirational speaker. Need a little positivity and inspiration in your life? Grab a mug of your favorite drink and cozy up in a comfy chair and join Stephanie as she chats about giving your best life. In each episode, she shares intentional ways to give to yourself and others, how gratitude can lead to a healthier, happier, more content life, and tips to accomplish your goals. Let's jump into giving your best life. Friends, it's Stephanie here, also known as the Giving Gal with, oh my gosh, I can't believe I am recording and sharing with you episode number 20 of Giving Your Best Life. I'm really excited about this episode because I'm coming off of a giving tradition weekend myself. So one thing I want to share with you and make sure you always know is I don't get just get on the podcast and share with you my ideas. I'm sharing with you uh, things, activities, experiences that I actually live. Um, I want to be a doer and not just a sayer. I want to walk the talk and not talk the talk. So uh, know that whenever I am uh, putting out, the information I'm putting out for you is because it's something I'm living, going through. And if you have questions or ideas, feel free to get in contact with me on social media or via email at stephanie at givinggal.com. So today I want to talk about how to you how do you create a giving tradition within your home, with your friends, and with your family. I'm going to give you a plan of like exactly how you do it. If you're not or if you don't already have a giving tradition or maybe you want it a little bit more organized or you want to expand what you are doing. And then I also want to talk about why it's important. Anytime we set goals, especially as we're looking at the beginning of the year, depending on when you're listening to this, I'm recording it in December, is we always got to understand the why. If we don't have the why behind something, it's really easy to quit and give up when challenges is come across our plate or whatever we're dealing with. So how do I kind of define a giving tradition? It's something that you do on an annual basis and it may have the same purpose. Your purpose may switch a little bit, uh, but the end result, whatever you are doing, whatever activity you're doing is to give back to your community. And it doesn't just have to be money. It can be some type of fundraiser, but it doesn't have to be. So an idea of a couple of giving traditions I've had over the years, not that I do these every year, uh, some, well, hello, that's, that's the tradition. Some I've done these year after year, and then that tradition falls off for one reason or another, and maybe I pick up and start a new tradition. Uh, the one that I'm coming off this past weekend is a baking and candy making, what we call extravaganza. I've done it uh, with my best friend and her mom and Anne's 
and her daughter. They've done it for 11 years. I've been involved maybe four or five. And really the weekend is I arrive on Friday night. They're already in the kitchen, in the house. They are making, uh, we do cake balls, different types of fudge. We do Oreo truffles. Um, We do, oh my gosh, it's just like, I can't even tell you the little pretzels with the hugs on top with M&Ms. We're just constantly baking and making candy all week long. But the giving piece of it is that we then give it to teachers and bus bus drivers and people in the community who are serving and giving to us each and every day. We do this usually the same weekend in December, Um, but this is something you could do a baking, candy making weekend, really any time of the year. Those people that serve our community would love to uh, receive gratitude and your gifts from the, the kitchen any time of the year. Other things that I've been involved in is Relay for Life, where um, this is raising money for uh, local and national cancer organizations. I've done Shop with a Cop. My husband's a police officer, and so we've taken family shopping each year. Not something we're doing this year as it relates to the pandemic, but we're figuring out how do we still help families to keep the tradition going. Operation Christmas Child. So building a shoebox, this uh, usually happens in November. So that's the other thing is try to think about maybe traditions, maybe you have one, or maybe they're spread out throughout the year, different seasons, different holidays. We have a local church that collects bras, and uh, those bras are sent to an organization and women, you know, re, I guess, remake the bras and uh, I think they sell them or wear them. Uh, so that's kind of a cool event. That's usually in October. There might be a certain fundraiser that you volunteer each year or even a physical event that you participate. Maybe it's a an annual race. I know uh, I was not doing this annually, but I do have friends that do the Chicago Marathon every year in the raising funds for a certain non-for-profit. When I ran, I did raise funds for World Vision. Um, You might have a certain type of drive for a clothing item. There's a great organization called Souls for Souls, and uh, they collect shoes, and you can do a shoe drive or a coat drive or a hat and glove drive. Also, uh, little free libraries. If you're a book lover like me, maybe you're doing a book drive to support little free libraries in your community. Whatever it is, You know, think about a giving tradition that you want to start or continue share with others. Now, how do you do this? So let's say, Stephanie, I have never had a giving tradition. What are some things I need to think about? Well, friends, I'm going to share that with you. One is think about what your passion is. What do you love? If I think about our baking and candy making extravaganza, like, I believe that came out of because my friend's mom and my friend and her aunts, they love to bake. They love to be in the kitchen. Uh, So they are using their passion and their talents to give back and serve. You also want to think about, okay, whatever we're doing Who is it going to benefit for us? Like I told you, is we're benefiting people in the community who are giving and serving us, but it may be your local domestic violence shelter. It may be a homeless shelter. It may be a a pet rescue organization. So figure out 
Who is going to benefit? Also, uh, this is a perfect time of year. If you're listening to this in December, January is start thinking about when you are going to do this. What time of year? Is it going to coincide uh, with maybe another event or something going on or a particular month that is, you know, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So maybe that's your passion and raising money for that and your event's going to be in October. Set a goal, whether it is a fundraising goal or number of books that you want to collect or number of shoes or coats. Uh, I know for us this year, we, we over, my friend has 60 or 70 teachers in her school. So our goal is always to make sure that we can give, you know, two or three of each item to the teachers, but we expand beyond that. I know we did over a thousand cake balls plus everything else. So really think about what your goal is and what your target for your event, what you're going to raise or create or make. The other thing that you want to do is think about who can help you. I mean, you can have a giving tradition that you just do on your own. That's fine. But what I found is it's more fun to get people involved um, and have a day or an hour or a couple of days where you all are working towards the same goal. The other thing, so once you kind of figure out all these areas, is start to make a plan. I know my friend uh, Harold Welter, who has the Cheryl Lynn Welter Family Foundation, he does a radiothon each year. And guess what? I participated in that radiothon this year, and that radiothon doesn't, he, Harold just doesn't wake up in the morning and go on the radio for the entire day. No, he has to plan out, you know, each hour really, and guess that he's going to have in songs and uh, those that have benefited from the foundation. So start making a plan to execute. Communicate to your family and your friends. Ask those that you want to reach out to to help. Communicate the plan to them. What's going to be involved? What's the goal? And then get it on the calendar and start working your plan to that date. So hopefully... Those uh, are a couple of ideas to really get you started if you've never had a giving tradition. And what I would love for you to do is if you could share with me, share with me your giving tradition or which what is a tradition that you are going to start. So let's think about the why. Uh, why is it important to have a giving tradition? One, it keeps you focused on others throughout the year. Two, it's a great way to support a passion, um, and it's a great way to support your community or maybe a community that you used to live in um, or a community where somebody you love lives in and you're, you're supporting them. Uh, it's another wonderful way to get friends and family involved of doing something good together, building and strengthening relationships. We know the, the science tells us that when you give together, uh, it really does help you to build trust and build and strengthen relationships. It's one reason why uh, I love when companies have giving projects together because it, it builds teams, it strengthens teams. It also, so I'm big on sharing what you're doing. 
doing. So this past weekend, after our big baking and candy making extravaganza, my friend shared pictures and little stories. And guess what that does? It inspires other people. Just think, if one person hears what you're doing and they get involved or they start their own giving tradition, it impacts more people. And hopefully there is this ripple effect that then they start their own giving tradition. They get people involved. Those people share and then somebody else starts their own giving tradition. Hello, friends. This is the whole point of my giving journey is to inspire others, to challenge others, and then for them to go out, give, and inspire and challenge others. And then finally, children in your life. I don't have children, but I hopefully am inspiring the children that uh, are coming across my path that are involved. Get children involved in the giving tradition and what you're doing and let, let teaching them lessons about how the importance it is of uh, helping others, serving others, and giving to others. Okay, friends, I hope this um, inspires you to start your own giving tradition, to expand your giving tradition. And this is just one more way that you can get out to get to giving your best life. Thank you so much for listening. We know your time is valuable and we're grateful you shared it with us. For more information about Stephanie, her books and speaking, head over to givinggal.com. And remember, there are many ways you can give back by subscribing to Giving Your Best Life, sharing this podcast, writing a review, and signing up for Stephanie's newsletter. We are grateful for you. Now go out and get to Giving Your Best Life.